We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joined once again by Ryan Belangi today to talk about Wednesday's four-game Euro slate. Ryan, we were just talking about how stupid today's slate was, and um, I actually think Wednesday's slate is will be really interesting because there are some like fundamental pieces that greatly affect how you go uh, in your lineup construction and. I think I have a path of where I want to go, but I also see like a way that that path sends me right off the cliff. Uh, yeah. Um, just a quick little recap of today. We're at halftime of the, of the, of the games, the England game. Uh, Mason Mount didn't start. Grealish did. Um, he hasn't taken a set piece yet. Luke Shaw took corners on the left side. Calvin Phillips took them on the right. And Bukayo Saka got a surprise start and took the direct set piece. Um, not going so well. is <laughs> my highest uh, owned player. And DraftKings took his assist away because apparently the cross to Sterling touched the shoelace of one of the Czech Republic guys. Um, it was part of the shoelace that was like dangling too. It wasn't like <laughs> touching his foot. But yeah, tomorrow's slate, very interesting. Um, a lot of good teams, games that mean something. Uh, different ways you could go for cash and tournaments, obviously. Um, I agree. I think I found the path that I want to go, but I'm excited to talk to you about it and break it down. Yeah, so I was looking at the... Uh, all the scenarios for what the teams need and where they finish and blah, blah, blah. And basically it comes down to everybody needs a, to win and they don't need to win, but like nobody can lose. And so that makes me think, all right, let me just play the, uh, you know, I, there's no like narrative I need to build in, which is dumb anyway, but like the odds take care of it for us anyway. So you've got Germany, the biggest favorite, heavily favored over Hungary, Spain, heavily favored over Slovakia. Uh, France and Portugal is pretty tight, but France uh, favored in that one. And then Poland, Sweden, even tighter. Uh, Poland, the slight favorite, but that's basically a coin flip. Um, so this slate reminded me a little bit of the one that we had a few days ago when um, Germany and Portugal played, where we were like, it's two really good teams. Um, 
so it might be tight. And then, of course, that game had six goals in it, uh, including two own goals. So I think the general thought is that you play Germany and Spain, uh, at least in, in cash, because they are the big favorites. We have some relatively safe cash players from those games. Um, but France-Portugal could be awesome. And so, like, I don't think you avoid that in tournaments. Like, I think you, you could stack that game if you want. It's not cheap, but you could stack it. And then maybe everybody just kind of overlooks Poland and Sweden, except maybe for one or two players. And I probably ignore them too. Maybe. That was yeah. my uh, Pretty much. I'm pretty much on the same page with you. Um, yeah. Germany minus 500 favorites and Spain minus 450. Um, it seems like that's the logical place to go for cash, especially those teams aren't like crazy. Some of the players aren't crazy expensive. They're actually probably too cheap. I was going to um, say Germany felt a little cheap. Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, I agree about the Portugal France game. If, if, if that game gets an early goal. Yeah. We could see something similar to Germany and Portugal from last round. So yeah, I love that game for tournaments. It'll be way less popular than Germany and Spain. And then, Poland, Sweden. Yeah. Um, two teams that like, you don't really want to target. Um, they haven't been great. It's definitely going to be overlooked though. Um, and there's some players worth considering in that game. Definitely for tournaments, um, <clears throat> for cash, uh, at forward, I just looked at Germany. Well, okay. Let's start at the top. Um, we had been consider we had been playing Griezmann. Um, I don't think I'm going to play him in this, in this matchup. Um, I know you could all the, most of the set pieces, I should say, I, I, I read something on Twitter. Um, so take this with a grain of salt. It came out of the France camp, uh, but about Mbappe taking over on direct free kicks, uh, all the free kicks, that will be shots uh, and Griezmann, he'll still have all the corners and the, the crossing set pieces. Uh, again, I'm not sure what to think about that, but it seemed legit. Um, anyways, I think Griezmann might be too expensive. Uh, and if you play him, then that's a Germany and Spain guy that you can't play. Um, mm-hmm. I guess I'll just say I went all the way down to, 7,600 Nabri, uh, 7,500 Almo, both seemed like op- good, good options. Um, I think like that price range would be like my first forward in. What, what do you think of forward? Where did you start? Yeah, Nabri was my first one in. Um, and it's there's no path to set pieces for him. He doesn't take penalties. But, um, you know, Jeremy are this big favorite. And they really haven't gotten much out of them. Trying to see where he's, yeah. I mean, he has like the second highest anytime goal scorer odds on the slate, so that makes me feel a little bit better. Um, and they're decent; they're decent odds. Um, yeah, he just seems a little too cheap as like the leading forward for the biggest favorite with the highest implied goal total. So that's why I, I kind of went in him. Was was Olmo just midfield eligible before? Yes, that's okay. new. Yeah, so like, there's so many guys that should be both and they aren't um and i'll get to one that i think is 
a, a good tournament, although I actually consider him in cash. We'll get to midfield in a second. But it is weird to me that they put Omo there and not not some other guys. But yeah, I think uh, Nabry was is going to be popular in cash, uh, even though you know he he doesn't he's not the traditional cash forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people still play Griezmann, um, and I don't think that ends up being optimal. But uh, mostly because of where you know you're going to have to find some values elsewhere, and that actually takes you off of some set piece guys in other positions. But um, I, I think we, I think we see Nabry pretty popular. I think uh, I agree. Olmo will be there. Like if Leroy Sané starts, I think he gets some looks because I think uh, Mueller is kind of banged up a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, so it's kind of that range. Like I, I don't think, I don't think we see anyone other than Griezmann from the Portugal France game. So like specifically, I don't think Ronaldo is going to be that popular in cash. Right. Um, but he proves like over and over again that he can score against anyone. So like taking him yeah. out of the GPP pool is insane. It um, is insane. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I learned but like, when you try to like get further down, like I was like, Oh, there's Alexander Isaac. I've fallen into that trap a few times, but like 6,700 on this slate just doesn't seem worthwhile. If I could just, you know, get a few Germany pieces, uh, you know, somewhat in that range. So I think you, I think we'll see guys like that, uh, you know, in that 70, you know, seven to 80,000 range or, one of them in Griezmann. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, if if Sané starts, <clears throat> I wouldn't mind playing both him and yeah, uh, Nabri. Um, Agreed. Uh, Griezmann, yeah, um, he'll see some ownership. I honestly, I, I could see like I could see Nabri um, without set pieces having a similar floor to Griezmann just based on matchup. Um, That's fair. Two two thousand price difference. Um, yeah, I, I feel pretty good about saving the money and playing some guys from a minus 500 favorite uh, instead. Um, yeah, Ronaldo, I made the mistake of taking him out of my GPP pool uh, on the last slate, and he came up with a goal and assist, I believe. Yep, yep uh, of course, in typical Ronaldo fashion. He's, uh-huh. he's been good in this tournament. I mean, how can you bet against the guy? Um, he just keeps on doing it. Um but yeah, not for cash. Um, Isaac too. Yeah. 6,700. He had some nice moments, uh, in that Slovakia game, five shots, um, could have scored. Um, but yeah, 6,700 is too close to the Germany guys. Um, good. Isaac is, I, I think Isaac is the player of the turn. That's been the most effective of my, that has most affected my lineups this entire tournament. I think I played them both and he's had like fantastic chances in both games and he converts on those two, and I have a completely different Euros. I'm right there with you, man. I was I was way over on him uh, on the last two slates. Um, that game, more from that game, um, Emil Forsberg was way too popular last game. I can't see him being that popular this game. He got a salary increase, and we just yeah. have so many – or this slate, I should say. Uh, he got a little salary increase, and there's just so many other options, and – he was not taking a majority of set pieces. That was Sebastian Larson and Lewandowski. Uh, you can definitely go to him for GPPs. Um, won't be as popular as he normally is with four games to choose from and 
these big favorites. So uh, I, I, I like that too. Uh, if Poland score, he's probably going to be the guy. Um, I actually think there might be some Lewandowski cash ownership. I mean, um, that I think you, you pretty much have to compare him with Griezmann given the prices. And I think you play Griezmann like fun, fundamental cash play. You play Griezmann cause he has set pieces. Um, obviously his matchup is much tougher, but, uh, I don't, I think we're going to see Lewandowski. I think we'll see more Lewandowski than Ronaldo in cash. Yeah. Um, I don't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Um, sure. Yeah, of course he can score. And about like Griezmann having the tougher perceived matchup. Um, I don't necessarily think of it that way. I think of it as like France are a much better team than Poland and they're going to create chances regardless. Poland struggle against anybody. Um, So yeah, I I hope people think that way. And that's, this isn't not, this isn't to say Lewandowski is a bad play. Um, He's a great forward. He has penalties. He plays 90 minutes. Poland need to win. I mean, he's got a great chance to score a goal tomorrow. Um, But I won't be going there in cash. Um, a couple other GPP shouts. Got to talk about Kareem Benzema, 7,300. Another guy that's disappointed us. I know we're both high on him. Uh, he missed one or two great chances last game. Um, 7,300 is pretty cheap, though. Um, so I don't mind that, and I wouldn't expect him to be that popular. Um, is there anyone else uh, at forward uh, you'd be looking at for tournaments, maybe? Uh, I think we got everyone that will probably start. Like I'm not, I I don't think there's any reason to play somebody from Hungary or Slovakia. Um, I agree. I think if you're looking for leverage, you can find it elsewhere. And, um, like we've talked about Robert Mack a few times uh, for cash games. And like, it just, it's not a slate where you want to use a spot like that, but for tournaments, at least like just, like if you think about the guys we've already like names that we've said and you're taking somebody from Hungary and Slovakia and you're like, I hope that they match the upside of Griezmann, Benzema, Mbappe, Ronaldo, Lewandowski. And it's just like, that's, I just don't see it happening, but same. Um, plus if you, if you spend down at forward, like the, where you are then subsequently spending that savings, um, I'm just not sure it's worth it. Uh, there's just not like huge upside plays, uh, elsewhere. And so like forward is where the upside is on this slate. Definitely. Yeah. And, uh, just quick, quick shout out to the Spain guys. Uh, we didn't, didn't really mention anyone besides Almo, but, uh, the strikers Moreno and Murata are cheaper than Ronaldo, Lewandowski, um, Griezmann. And yeah, Spain's going to be popular, but, um, a lot of these forwards will will take away some of that ownership and in a vacuum or like just if these games were separate i i like the spain forwards chances to score maybe more than those other guys um so yeah i think good gpp's plays also obviously they're a minus 450 favorite so uh yeah spain too yep yep we just have to hope that they play enough minutes and yeah, do something uh, while they're there. 
Yeah, I was just thinking about that. I mean, you're, you're not going to get 90 minutes. Um, it's not the end of the world. I mean, nope. these guys have these guys have a first half brace in them uh, in this matchup. Um, but yeah, good point. Yeah. So for midfield, I think it pretty much comes down to like I think Tony Cruz is going to be really popular, and he should mm -hmm. be. Uh, he's 7,900, which seems kind of like an egregious price when he's a minus 500 favorite. Uh, so I think he's really popular. Mm -hmm. um, the fact that if you like, you can still get Poland exposure if you don't want Lewandowski. I think Zelensky could also be an option because he's taking set pieces for Poland. I think those two and, and oh, and uh, Koke at 6,000. I think those are probably like the three that everyone goes to. Or at least they they start there. Yeah, seventy four hundred uh, for Bruno Fernandez though is really tempting. Wow, I did not see that price until just now. Like there's I, because you shouldn't ever have to scroll that far for right. Bruno Fernandez. Um, I, <laughs> obviously, they're playing arguably the best team in the world. Mm -hmm. But man, that's tempting. It is. Um, I opened the slate and just didn't think of him because I, I wasn't going to consider a nine K Bruno. Right. Um, exactly. But 7,400. Yeah. Good price. Um, don't love that. He got subbed at 64 minutes last game. Although um, the game was pretty much, I, I think it, it might've been four one at that I time. Yeah. Uh, so maybe it doesn't mean too much. 7,400 is a great price. Yeah, I, I think Cruz has got to be where you start. Um, just, yeah, like you said, great matchup. Um, decent price. Yeah, Cruz. Um, and then where do you go after that? Koke or Zelensky? Um, well, let's just take Z Zelensky first of all in that game um, against Poland. What makes him better than Sebastian Larson, who is a thousand dollars cheaper. Nothing. Uh, I think you're. I think, <laughs> um, yeah. No. Um, minutes, maybe at best. Yeah. Um, I think that's one of those where I don't like have a strong read. I, I guess it, it, if you think one of those teams, Sweden or Poland is going to be on top or win, I mean, that guy would be the better play, but I don't know. I, I just don't really see why I'd pay a thousand more for Zelensky. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I don't, maybe I don't think you're wrong. Much. You know, I, I know they, I know they played Spain last game, you know, maybe I, like he, he looked much better in the first game against Slovakia. Um, yeah, that's a tough one, though. Koke. Um, he's another tough one for me. Um, like, those Spain set pieces. Yeah. He played 68 minutes, though. Um, I don't know. It's, the Midfield's tough for me on this slate. Like, how do you differentiate between those guys? Um. So to correct myself first, Larson's played back-to-back -back 90s. So I don't know why I thought he didn't. And Zelensky went 90-85, basically the same. Yeah. Um, Koke, I think, 
you pretty much need to weigh uh, how much you value set pieces for a humongous favorite for 65 to 70 minutes. And Spain are playing to win. They obviously have, um, they're obviously favored. So I think I'm more comfortable paying less for Koke in a game that they're such huge favorites than Zelensky in a game where they're an underdog. Oh no, actually Poland's favorite, but bear, you know, it's basically a coin flip. Um, I think I just have like past uh, faults with Larson and that's why I don't play him. Um, but yeah, yeah it, but considering all of them just makes me wonder if I really should just be playing Bruno. Yeah. Okay. Um, you, I think I've made my decision on those three and it, it would be Koke as well. Um, I think like that the matchup is so good that you would expect him to get some other peripherals to at least some shots assisted. I mm -hmm. mean, like, um, so 70, 80 minutes, like should be enough for six K. I think that matchup like elevates him above those other guys. Uh, you're right though. You, 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 I wouldn't, you know, I, I wouldn't fault anybody for for going to Bruno instead. Um, but I think I lean with Koke um, if I had to choose one of those guys. Okay. Um, so the guy that I was talking about before, who I thought is absurd that he's still midfield eligible, who always feels like a trap to me. He's never even really that popular, but. Being able to play in this front group for Germany, Kai Havertz at 7,000, if you play him like with Nabry and maybe with Sané, like that seems like just the GPP lineup I would build. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kai Havertz, 7K. I mean, he should be way more popular. Like, I, I don't see how he's not, I don't see how he won't be popular, but you're right. Like, he probably won't be as popular as he should. I mean, you can, you're right. How is he midfield eligible? You can forget that he's midfield eligible. Seriously, like compare him to all those forwards. He's 7K. Mm -hmm. I mean, playing like center forward for a minus 500 favorite. I mean, one of the best plays on the slate. Um, you're, you're, I don't think you're going to get better goal upside than that for a cheaper price. Um, yeah, have no problem putting him in there with the little Germany stack, playing him on his own. Um, people will probably play him even in cash, right? I don't know, maybe not. I think they're just too many set piece takers. Yeah, okay. You, like yeah. if you have Bruno, Cruz, um, Koke, Zelinski, Larson, like you, you just run out of spots for Havertz in cash. Yeah, it's interesting though. Like if somebody told you you had to put like, you had to put some money on who's going to score more points, Havertz or Zelensky or Havertz or Koke. I mean, I'm going to have a tough time not playing Havertz, but I agree. Uh, too many set piece takers love Havertz for a tournament. So I don't see how he just won't, won't be crazy popular, but he, he probably won't be, I guess. Yeah. I think, I mean, honestly, when I opened up the slate and I saw uh, Nabry's price and I was like 7,600. So I put him in a forward spot. And I was like, I haven't even gotten Havertz yet. And I'm like, oh. And then I went to put him in the other forward spot because, you know, he plays forward all the time and uh, couldn't do it. So then you yeah. have, you basically are looking like, do I want 
his potential upside in a game they're gigantic favorites in, or do I want these set piece takers? And the the answer is like fundamental cash play. That is an easy answer. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, which is why I'll just play GPPs tomorrow. Yeah, um, I like to hear that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so just a, a little bit more, like a little bit more about Havertz. So compare him to these. Uh, just compare him to these. Spain guys in a similar matchup, uh, Moreno, Morata, uh, even Ferran Torres. I mean, he's 1,500, at least 1,500 cheaper. For As far as I'm concerned, they have the same goal odds. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, Germany, Germany's looked better than Spain, to be honest. Germany, ger the Germany game has a higher total. Yep. So, I mean, it, it, he, might, he might even be more likely to score than those guys. Um, Lewandowski, Ronaldo, Griezmann, I mean... The price difference is too big. Um, yeah, love Havertz, I guess. That's all we can say. <laughs> yeah, uh, agreed. Um, so the one guy down here that, um, like, he's been banged up, so he hasn't played yet. But if uh, Kulusevski starts for Sweden, is, like, he, he has a history of some set pieces, like, not a ton. Um, took a few for Juventus, too. Does he, how much consideration does he get? I, I don't think he gets much in cash, but like how much consideration does he get from you knowing that it's also like the first time he's played? Yeah. Um, I think he's still got to get some consideration and like, hopefully the fact that it's the first time he played just means he's not popular and he, he's just not going to be popular playing for Sweden on this slate, but right. yeah, just a talented player with upside. Um, you know, one of Spain's top players, um, for sure would, would have been starting if he wasn't, uh, uh, if he wasn't out with COVID before, um, I, I like going there for tournaments a lot. Uh, like it's, compare him to the other Sweden, Sweden guys, like Emil Forsberg should not be $2,000 more than him. Right. Um, yeah. I think that's a good, Good call for for tournaments. It's a, it's a it's a cheap price to to get a goal too. That 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 won't be uh, popular. And mm -hmm. if you if you scroll down at some some of the, there's not a lot of uh, cheap midfielders uh, with goal upside, I guess. And he he has that. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's a good shout. Yeah, in a game that in a game that won't be popular, Sweden Sweden and Poland. I like right. that. Right. Uh, so kind of a little below him is a guy we both said after the last or after the last podcast, he was, uh, on the slate for, we didn't give Paul Pogba nearly enough, uh, credit and he ended up having like a, a huge floor game at least. Mm -hmm. Um, made a mistake on that one. Yeah, you're right. Well, we did not consider Pogba enough in that last, last matchup against Hungary at only 5,400, um, like him again in this matchup against Portugal for tournaments, uh, for sure. Again, he, he's not going to be, he's not going to be owned at all. Um, and he's definitely got a goal and an assist in him. I mean, he's always looking for balls over the top. He's good in the air on set pieces. He's got an unbelievable long shot on him. Mm -hmm. Um, Fran France need to win this game. Another good call. Love Pogba for tournaments. Um, I wouldn't mind pairing with a France player. I wouldn't mind playing him by himself. Uh, yeah, agreed. Okay. Is there anyone lower that you 
It caught your eye? Um, like from an outside perspective, it gets... Yeah, um, I, I wouldn't say that caught my eye necessarily, but I think it... I think if you're playing um, any Poland players, or I guess even if you're not sure, if I had to pick like another one of these cheap guys, Joswiak seems okay. Um, he even did okay against Spain, and mm -hmm. he'll he gets peripherals. Um, they Poland need his creativity. They lack that. He's like an important player for them, actually, yeah. um, and he should play balls to Lewandowski. He had a really nice assist to him against Spain and he can score a goal himself. So like similar to uh, Kulisevsky on the opposite side, I wouldn't have a problem going to someone like Joe Zwiak. Okay. Yeah. He was one that if I'm playing Lewandowski, that's, that's who I was probably playing him with, even though Zelensky has the set pieces like, yes. Um, it just seemed like more likely that they score, that they link up in open play than Zelensky hits Lewandowski on a, on some sort of set piece. I completely agree. Yeah. Like after that, it's like, you just get guys on favorites, like Sergio Busquets could start after he was cleared of COVID, but like, mm -hmm. what are you really getting there? Um, other than 140 passes, uh, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. he, he, he actually, I, I don't give him enough credit. Like he creates a decent number of chances for Barcelona, but, and this matchup maybe he does it too, but I don't, I, just the upside just seems so limited with this guy. Mm -hmm. It doesn't see. Yeah, I, I, I know. Um, you, we want to look to those big favorites and see if they have any cheap guys. Um, maybe if Busquets was 3,300, yeah. uh, 4,300. Yeah. Again, Possible for, you know, possible for him to get a goal or an assist, but don't love it. We've still got guys. I mean, like, Click is down here, thirty five hundred for Poland, but there's sure. just so many good midfielders. Like for cat, it seems like that's a worthwhile punt for cash. Like in a vacuum, where you're like, oh, I need to save, so let me go there. But the, I mean, my God, the number of times I've said this on a podcast, but like the opportunity cost in midfield is just way too high in cash that you're like, no, I'm going to fade Bruno or I'm going to fade Cruz or I'm going to fade Koke so that I can play click and Ronaldo or Lewandowski. Right. Like it just doesn't, this doesn't seem like the slate for that. It's too much opportunity cost. Yeah. I mean, if you, you punt all the way down to someone like click, you're going to have to make up points elsewhere. Um, right. Just, right. Not like an, optimal way of starting things um i agree tournaments sure like if you if you need a punt um you could pair him with somebody or yeah i don't know I, I don't love any of these uh really cheap midfielders on this slate me neither me neither we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, so if you play Cruz, do you also play Kimmich? I mean, I think so. Um, interested to hear what you say, but yeah, I mean, you'd almost like Kimmich, not necessarily for cash, but you'd still like Kimmich if he didn't have any set pieces in this matchup and where he's playing. Um, and I guess I, I didn't check yet uh, the set piece breakdown from Germany's last game. Um, I know Kimmich took quite a few corners in the first game. I have no problem playing both of them. Uh, what, what do you, th- or both Kimmich and Cruz, what do you think? That's exactly where I was. Um, the, the defenders on the slate are fine. Um, but he's like by far the best one and Germany, such huge favorites. Like, um, I think they get you like if you're playing, uh, you know, a, one of the German forwards in cash. Um, like, I think we're just going to see so many Germany stacks, uh, both with Kimmich and Cruz. Um, I don't think, I think if you're going to take one, um, it's, I think you, and I always go the opposite way, but I think you take Kimmich because there are midfielders you can fit in. Like if you want to play Kimmich and Bruno instead of Kimmich and Cruz, like I get it. I think I'm more likely to play like, um, yeah, Kimmich and Bruno or Kimmich and Koke as opposed to um, Cruz and one of the defenders. Like, I'm just not sure where where else I would go if, uh, at defense. And if you're, like, paying down at defense, then that's really kind of leading you to the Griezmann-Ronaldo group at forward, which, like, may be optimal. Um, and I don't think Ronaldo ends up being optimal, but, like, it just like that's the the decision on Cruz is really how you end up with where you go in forward. Um, yeah, um, I yeah, like I said, I have no problem playing both of them together, and I I do agree with you also that if you just want to take one of those Germany guys, I prefer Kimmich also for the same reason that you have other midfield options to replace Cruz with. Um, yeah, I don't really have much to add to that. Um, what? So, so where are you going at second defender then? All the way down. Like I, uh, do you have anyone in mind? No, uh, literally, I was just looking for like the cheapest guy. Like, I think if you can get a favorite like that, it helps. But um, honestly, like I was, the the cheapest ones if. Uh, Lavrenchik starts again for Hungary. Like if he gets back in, and you probably, probably <clears throat> excuse me, don't want to go against Germany, but like I, I, I actually don't think it matters. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's one guy I kind of like. For first, um, is it Hubicon? Sorry, 
Is this Ubicon? <laughs> oh, I will not be playing Ubicon. On okay, this. just checking. And um, I'm done touting him on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, for tournaments, uh, got to have a lot of interest in uh, Robin Gosens for Germany. Um, he looked um, awesome in that last game. He, he looked awesome, and it, he's just—he's got so many goals in him. The, the way Germany plays, and and where he plays, and how he gets involved in the attack. Um, love that, and also like um, we've seen another positional change. And our guy Marcos Llorente is now a defender. Oh, he is. How about that? Yeah. Um, his first two, I mean, if you look at his two game logs, they're not going to jump out at you. Um, but he has goal and assist upside still. Um, I've watched both these Spain games, and he, he's involved uh, in the attack. It, it might not show up so much in these peripherals, but he'll get chances to assist. Um, so I don't mind that. Um, the cheaper guy that I was looking at is this Puchas 4,200 for Poland. Um, don't worry about that. If you're looking at game logs, I wouldn't worry about that last game against Spain. Um, if it's, the projected lineup that we have on RotoWire here, um, he'd be playing like attacking, like mm -hmm. you know, um, on the wing, like opposite uh, Joswiak, where yep. where Rebus played in the first game. Um, so I would like him based on the price and based on the upside uh, because of where he's playing. Um, besides that, I agree with you. Uh, you just go all the way down if if you don't want uh, to spend up for anyone else. Yeah, I I like that uh, Urente call. I didn't even think to look here. And uh, yeah, I was surprised to see that. <laughs> still, at the, <laughs> I'm going to rue this Kai Havertz thing forever. Um, but yeah, like you, there are cheap like Emeric Laporte's 3700. Like you're basically just playing for a clean sheet, but obviously. Uh, Spain are just huge favorites, so I think their uh, clean sheet odds were pretty impressive too. I mean, sixty yeah, percent. I mean, that's <laughs> that's great, pretty crazy. So yeah, it's pretty um, crazy. Yep. Um, but yeah, I just don't think anyone in this sort of mid range is worth really targeting. Like Guerrero at fifty two hundred in that matchup, Pavard in the same one at forty nine. Like, I'm just not sure where where you're going in those situations. Um, I get Lucas no. Hernandez if he gets back in the starting lineup at 4,200, like maybe, but right. even then, um, I'm, I'm just not sure that's a game I need to be a part of. Yeah, no, with with the, the odds the way they are on this slate, um, this is where I'd much prefer going to the center backs over those guys. Like you said, any of Spain's center backs, great clean sheet odds. I mean, Germany too, good chance to keep a clean sheet. Rudiger, very cheap. Um, so yeah, I'd... I'd uh, and those guys have goal upside too. I mean, if they're going to be dominating and have set pieces, uh, yeah, I'd rather go to one of the favorite center backs for sure. Where do you fall between Gosens and Koke? Hmm, um, it's basically the same price. Yeah, Ooh, that's a good question. Um, 
for obviously for tournaments, I, I play Gosens. Um, for cash, it's a funny concept to be like. For upside, I'm taking the defender. It is. It really is. Um, but yeah, I'd I'd, I'd play him in. Uh, I'd go to Gosens in tournaments for the upside, um, and because like I think it's uh, unless you're playing him at at util you'd get some upside by having a defender score as well um it, just for for cash purposes his floor is probably still not as safe as coke's because um it seems like he gets subbed it seems like he's not a 90 minute guy on that team i don't want to say that after two games you know they they subbed him off um when they were up 4-1 right after his goal, but he was going to get subbed even if he didn't score that goal uh, at the same time, I'm pretty sure. Uh, so I think it's probably safer to go with Koke. Uh, I don't know. Where do, where do you fall on that? Um, I think saying anybody's minutes are safer or are less safe than Koke's is kind of funny. Yeah, um, you're right. They're not they're <laughs> aren't less safe than coach, or they're, they're about the same. You're they're right. about they're, the same. Yeah. They're about the, the same. Only safe thing is that they're not playing ninety. Right. They're they're, they're about the same. De- definitely. Uh, I don't think anyone has money left for like Neuer or Simone, but is should we make should we prioritize the hmm. two huge favorites or not? On this slate, I'd say no. Um, we've talked about that when there's four games as opposed to two or three, playing the expensive goalie is not as appealing. Um, it's likely that one of the cheaper guys will get there. Um, so you're not going to get the benefit that it would normally bring. Right. Uh, I don't know if we're going to have salary to a 40 there and like these guys are, you know, these guys are sort of in that Ederson situation where, you know, you're hoping for 10 or 12 points. Um, Sure. They could face some shots, but like there doesn't seem to be a lot of upside there. Um, I prefer paying down just like one of these guys will get there. One of these cheaper keepers will get there. Yep, uh, I I totally agree. Um, I think you can pretty much play it based off of who you target. Like, I don't think you really go after Galashi if you're starting your cash builds with Nabry and Sané or something like that. Um, So I think Dubrovka could be pretty popular, although we said people could play Olmo and Koke. But I think from a getting blasted standpoint, I'd rather... I feel like Slovakia are less likely to get blasted than, than Hungary. Uh, mm-hmm. The odds kind of stay the same. So, yep. Um, if it we're choosing between those two, I would go with Dubrovka as well. Like just totally agree with what you said. One, because we're going to have more Germany players in the lineup Two, because they're probably not as likely to get blasted. Uh, the, the, the goal totals higher in the Germany game. Um, of course, you could go to Patricio for for a little mm-hmm. bit more against France. Um, otherwise, yeah, just just uh, make it work with your with your lineup. Uh, play the goalie where you don't have players going against them, basically. And I think if somehow you are a goalkeeper whisperer, you don't even really need to listen to us. But I think if you play 
if you try to get the lowest owned goalie, I think you target this Poland Sweden game less mm-hmm. because everybody's that people are taking them, but like it's almost this weird dead range where like if you're going to pay 4,900 for Chesney, uh, you probably can make a move and get up to somebody else or you just go down. Like it just seems like they're, if you're in that salary range, you kind of messed up somewhere else in your lineup. So like, you're like, Oh, let me just go fix something else. And now you want to find money for them. So from an ownership standpoint, I think Poland, Sweden is where you get your goalie, but it's um, goalie. I, yeah, no, Andrew, that's a, that's actually a very good point for tournaments. It's one that I don't consider enough and it's just um, who's going to be the, the least popular goalie and let me just target him. Like just like just because of that, um, and uh, I'll throw Hugo Lloris out there too. I wouldn't expect him to be popular either. Um, so so that 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 would be a tournament play. Yep, no, I agree. Um, yeah, just don't play him with Ronaldo, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it. it you know, we know how variable goalie is. Uh, any of these guys can be the, the highest scorer. You get the lowest on one, that's going to do a lot for your lineups. Um, right. lo- love just having that as a target point, uh, low ownership. Yeah. That's all I, it's all I can do on goalkeeper now because I get them wrong so often that now I'm just like, oh, let me just see which one won't be popular. Yeah, um, I'm not a goalie whisperer either, so... Um, if you are just, you know, go with what you think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you're really the goalie whisperer, feel free to reach out to Ryan and I on, or oh, me and Ryan on Discord. That would be really helpful. Um, um, more than more than happy to take some suggestions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if anybody has any follow questions for me or Ryan, you can find us in the Rotowire Discord, which is open for all subscribers. Just go to rotowire.com slash chat to get in there. If you are not a Rotowire subscriber and would like to try us out for free for 10 days, no credit card required and gets you access to the, the entire site, all the sports that we cover, as well as that Discord chat. Just go to rotowire.com slash soccer trial. Uh, if you are watching this on YouTube, if you could please uh, hit the like button below. And if you are listening to the audio version of the podcast, if you could please rate and review it wherever you listen. I've seen a few recent uh, reviews. Uh, so thank you for those who, who did that. We will be back on Friday because uh, there's a little break since these are the last group stage game. But we'll be back on Friday to talk about Saturday's two-game slate and uh, every day before slates until the end. So, Ryan, thank you for that, and good luck on Wednesday. Thanks, Andrew. Good luck, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.